0: 1061 NASH ICON. Good evening, and welcome to All Access on 1061 FM NASH ICON at nashfm1061.com. And presented by crescentcitysports.com, the best sports site in Louisiana. All Access is also presented by the Allstate Sugar Bowl, representing the best of amateur athletics. And by Francesca by Bicati's, serving up St. Louis-style food with a New Orleans flair. All access is also brought to you by Lamarck Ford and Lamarck Lincoln in Kenner, Bergeron Automotive in Metairie, by LifeGate Church in Mandeville in Metairie, by Premier Automotive with locations throughout the New Orleans area, Segnet Landing Restaurant and Swamp Tours in West Ligo, Petri Transport Services, John Curtis Christian School in River Ridge, by Life Resources Ministries with outreaches throughout the New Orleans area, and by the r Carriers New Orleans Bowl. It's your chance to talk intelligent sports all sports, all the time. To join in the conversation, call 504-260-1061. Now, here's your host, University of New Orleans play-by-play voice, Jude Young of CrescentCitySports.com and Cumulus Radio, New Orleans.
1: Uh, Chatting with the great Rudy Dixon off the air, Jude Young with you on the air, as we usually are on these Tuesday nights. Been running around like a chicken with the proverbial head cut off after another UNO road trip and uh, trying to keep up with what's going on in the sports world and quite honestly I had a couple questions today about oh, what do you think about the Saints offensive coordinator search and uh, I was like oh, nothing I probably should have something to think about it but I don't I don't I do know that It's already been discussed this afternoon that Pete Carmichael has joined Sean Payton in the least shocking NFL coaching personnel news of all time. That's a done deal. Of course, another connected Saints coaching name from that Payton tree. Joe Lombardi's already the offensive coordinator for the Broncos, and they'll be moving forward with a quarterback who's not Russell Wilson. So I think it's more of a consulting job, maybe quarterbacks coach, who knows? Not having looked into it yet, whatever Carmichael's going to do, he's in the right hands for the rest of his career, where he's always been most comfortable. And the word comfortable is really what comes to mind when we think about what the Saints should do. They need Derek Carr to be comfortable, yes, with whoever they hire. But they have to think beyond their current quarterback, who they're not really married to beyond this upcoming season. They need to find somebody who can win in the modern league period, who is an innovative mind, who is somebody that when you – in its simplest terms. Now, they're, they're digging through the weeds with all these interviews, multiple interviews with certain candidates apparently second interview with Luke Getze, who used to be the Bears' offensive coordinator, for example. <sighs> Think about this. From just watching games, say you're a football jockey and you want to know not just what's going on with the Saints, but any game during the week. Maybe you're somebody who uh, has those sportsbook apps and you want to know what the matchup is like before you make a decision with your money. Either or, it's it's different ways down the same path. And you're trying to understand what players, what coaches, what schemes could potentially set the tone in a game. You want to be on the side of somebody like the guy who became a very hot name, Ben Johnson, with Detroit this year. Somebody that not only is a hot name because they've got talent on offense and they're utilizing it properly and they're having success, but you just know when you in part have to listen to people who are looking at the All-22 for whatever reason in their careers as media analyst, professional betters I use that with coat fingers because some of those people aren't, or just you know, YouTubers, like we know from example, the analysis that JT O'Sullivan did after the terrible performance by Carr and the wide receivers and Alvin Kamara at times during that Thursday night loss to Jacksonville. And when you're in one of those prime time standalone spots, you're going to get more eyes on you. And nobody could refute that watch that video anything that a former NFL quarterback who understood what he was looking at was saying in regards to what the players were doing wrong. You get that sort of analysis. But beyond that, it's just the idea of which coaches are ahead of the game. Which coaches have the potential to be the next Kyle Shanahan, the next Mike McDaniel when it comes to offensive play calling, That not only know how to use their personnel, but it goes beyond that. Can they work within their organization with the guys who shop the groceries? The ones who make groceries, as we like to say in these parts, right? They're making the groceries so you can cook up the meal. And can there be symmetry there in an understanding like Sean Payton had with the front office in New Orleans, look, this is what I'm looking for. This is the offense we run. These are the type of receivers that I want. This is the type of scheme. This is the basics of what we want. And then we want to have players that fit other roles to give our offense even more options. You only have a 53-man roster. You're basically dividing that after you take out kicker, punter, and snapper, give or take one side or the other, 25 other players apiece. Now, we know nowadays, practice squad, elevations, filling those holes, injuries are going to happen. It's more than that. But those core players that you're looking for to be the first options, the regulars, the difference makers, you've got to have some symmetry there like Sean Payton was able to have to get the right players on the field to fit how he wanted to attack defenses. And when you had a great quarterback like Drew Brees, it all clicked together and the Saints for many years had one of the league's best offenses and at times even the best offense. And there are guys now that have come along since then, like Shanahan, like McDaniel, who are innovators, who you want to be able to work with your team, your front office to say, okay, this is what I want and why. You don't just give me a bunch of groceries. And I'm trying to make a certain kind of meal and you haven't bought the spices that I need to make it work, for example. I love that groceries analogy, which goes back to Bill Parcells. His issues when he was with the New England Patriots aired during a press conference that led to his his leaving Robert Kraft as his owner and going to the New York Jets. It It, it really does apply. If you're Dennis Allen... You're hiring somebody because you're a defensive-minded head coach where this offensive coordinator's not going to have you meddling. It's not going to be Sean Payton's really the guy in charge of the offense. His hand's really in it the whole time when you're a Pete Carmichael like it was for so long here. This is the guy who's going to steer that offense in the right direction. And no matter whether you're dedicated to Carr or not, you're thinking steps beyond that. What if Carr doesn't work out? Is this going to work with other quarterbacks on our roster? Are we going to be able to maximize our personnel no matter who's available? What we have now, what we intend to have moving forward, it really is more important than just a guy who's pretty good at calling plays and being okay. You, You want somebody who's great, who's a trendsetter. Because if they're setting trends, they're putting your offense ahead of the curve. It's not like in the end the Saints offense was all that bad this past year, but if you're now making the change, you know why you've made it. What is the end result you're looking for? So you've got to hire somebody who's going to be going back to that idea of analyzing games in a given week in the league. Of course, everybody now is trying to figure out how Chiefs 49ers is going to work out. But we do this every week in the league. And around here, we're doing that involving who the Saints are playing. Think about what kind of coach you want the Saints to be able to come up with as an offensive coordinator. You want them to hire somebody where when a game comes up, it's a little lazy and generic, but it does happen. But they go, well, you know, this is a pretty close matchup in a lot of ways, but I really like how Joe Schmoe, the offensive coordinator for X team, is able to attack defenses every week. And he's going to challenge this team this week in ways where if the opponent cannot deal with what he's going to bring to the table and how he does it consistently, then the team with the great offensive coordinator is going to win. That's what you want the Saints to come up with. Sean Payton gave the Saints that edge, in large part, obviously, because Drew Brees was his quarterback. But still, that's what you'd like to see the Saints end up with here. So you don't mind, although you're skeptical, some of you out there, and I understand, the the process being stretched out this long. You hope it's not being stretched out because of indecisiveness on the side of the Saints' decision-makers on top of people who are interviewing because, hey, they're looking to move up in the world, but to get another coordinator job, to get their first coordinator job, but they're interviewing just because it's available, and their agent says, you have to do this. You hope the Saints' job is attractive enough to enough of the right type of people, particularly, I think, the up-and-comer so that they can get it right in the end. Now, we know the process when Dennis Allen took over as head coach a couple of years ago led back to a reportedly, at least somewhat reluctant, Carmichael. Don't have that to fall back on anymore. But you do, to some extent, have somebody that you can fall back on in a sense. Ronald Curry, quarterback's coach who some say makes sense if you think the offense was headed in the right direction. By the end of last year, Carr's first as the quarterback. Why not continue it with the guy who was working with him the closest in Curry? Give him a chance to call the plays, work out with Carr, not giving him yet another new offensive coordinator in his career. Give him the ability to take more ownership himself. I don't care who the Saints decide to tab. Go internal, go external. I would like to see this coach be somebody. And, yes, I am going more towards the short term because it is the immediacy of the NFL, especially the immediacy of the situation with Dennis Allen. He really needs to win this year. So it makes sense. 33-year-old quarterback, coach who needs to win, why mess around? Find a coach who's going to craft the offense so the quarterback, first and foremost, can be successful. you got to do that anywhere. But also makes the quarterback take more ownership of the offense. So he is so heavily involved. All of your quarterbacks know they need to be so heavily involved because to varying degrees with the starter having the most power to do so. You want them to be able to make – pre-snap decisions, and win the chess match on the field. The best offensive coordinators can maximize the, they can do these three major things well. They're going to maximize the ability of the players they have at their disposal, the skill talent, as well as the offensive line. And we know that that's looking like an issue for the Saints moving forward. It certainly was this past year. You want to make their lives as easy as possible. Right now, that's not part of the strength of your team. So it always starts with getting the most out of your Jimmys and Joes, giving them the best opportunity to be successful. But you also want to give ownership to the player who's the most important on the field, the quarterback, of the offense. You need to bring them in. You give them more ability to win the pre-snap chess matches. Let them make more decisions, being able to change and check out of place. The more that happens and a quarterback is comfortable with it and good at it, the more successful on average you're going to be offensively. Even against very good teams, or maybe especially against the very good teams and defenses you're going to play, where you want that quarterback to be able to see things on the fly because they so understand your team, the opponent, your playbook, that they can make those decisions. That's what the special quarterbacks really did. They worked so hard at every aspect of the game, including knowing it. And that's not going to work if they don't have offensive coordinators that they can work with to develop those game plans week in and week out. Even a, you know, a, a guy who was so much in control of what his offenses did once he established himself as a star in the league, talking about Peyton Manning. It's why Tom Moore was a great offensive coordinator for him. Helped Peyton set the table in order to serve the meal on Sundays and in primetime games and in playoff games to be successful so he could run the show. And as much as, you know, guys like Shanahan and McDaniel what we've saw seen the past couple of years with McDaniel, what he's done with the Dolphins offensively. And obviously what Shanahan's done for a while now and has Frisco in another Super Bowl, they've been able to do it with quarterbacks who have some limitations, different quarterbacks and have a certain baseline level of success. And the better the quarterback is from there, the the more dynamic that offense can be. Yeah, you want that too. But It is very important that the quarterback, in the end, if they have the capability of taking ownership, that they're given every chance to do so. Because I think that's what we need to see from Carr. If he really did settle in to being a Saints quarterback, being a leader, being in control having an offense that does things that he does well, that melds together like that, then the next step with the new offensive of coordinator, no matter who it is, has to be, okay, this is your team. That means this is your offense. These are your people. This is your playbook. So I want the Saints to figure that out and get it right so that we can see, hey, if they don't win next year, It's it's blatantly obvious in part that the quarterback needs to be changed. Whereas if they do win next year, it's blatantly obvious that Derek Carr's taken a big step forward, and that can happen later in your career. It's happened for quarterbacks before, and there have been spike seasons for Carr that shows he's got that ability in him. We got to see it, and yes, there's a different argument that does connect to the coordinator to say, is he that type of leader, is he that type of personality? Or is he limited by how he's wired in that area? Well let's find out. And let's also when you interview these coordinator candidates, you're you're not just asking about X's and O's. You are you are wanting to find out some of their concepts explained further. So maybe especially if you're Dennis Allen, you're You're the guy running the defense. You can learn from these interviews. That's another benefit for it taking more time. Learn from what these guys have to say, how they view things. These quality candidates to be play callers in the NFL. That's that's a good thing. Learn. But a step beyond that. Learn the personalities of these men that are going to be working with other men like Carr. Get a feel whether they can mesh together. And beyond that, can this guy calling our plays, personality-wise, challenge Carr beyond the playbook and make him a better leader too? Is that possible? Some personalities can do that. So you're looking for a lot of different things, and you're gathering a lot of information. And it's end of January. Keep taking your time. Get it right and get a feel for how you can maximize the short term. And if you hire the right candidate, maybe that guy is good enough that he's beyond the short term, even with others involved in the equation. Although it usually doesn't work out that the coordinator is a keeper and the head coach isn't. But it can work out where the coordinator is a keeper enough with the head coach that you figure out, let's give them a chance with another quarterback. That is a possibility, even with Dennis Allen being the head coach in this potential equation. There's a lot to it. It's always more complex than it seems. Don't just hire the hottest, most dynamic name and say, hey, that guy's going to be a fit. It's going to be just fine. That's rarely true. Let's find the guy who brings enough strengths to the table to maximize our strengths and even mitigate our weaknesses in the playbook and in the personnel, in the X's and O's and the souls that inhabit those X's and O's. And hopefully the saints come out on the right end of that and move forward this year versus backward. I I still think it's important that everybody pull together and root for that, but there's a lot of people that sort of rooting for the opposite and saying we've got to fail and get real big change before we succeed when it comes to the black and gold. I get it. I don't necessarily disagree with it, but that doesn't mean I'm rooting for failure or expecting it with this offensive coordinator hire. The right hire can make a world of difference. Maybe we'll see that, and maybe we won't. 504-260-1061 is the number. That's 504-260-1061. Jude Young with you. More to get to, including a look at some good stuff, some good analysis up right now on crescentcitysports.com and also want to let you know that there's a good basketball game going on live on crescentcitysports.com that you don't have to watch live right now you can check out a little later. It's going to be on basically with tip off when we're done with the show so it's perfect timing as a matter of fact. We'll tell you what, we told you where after this on all access. <laughs>
2: New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for Life, 1061, Nash Icon.
3: now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-685-4718. That's 800-685-4718. What do you have to lose? Call 800-685-4718. Again, 800-685-4718.
4: Our pets are our loved ones and also our best friends. When they pass away, New Orleans Pet Cremation Service will handle everything for you. We offer 24 hour home removal as well as free pickup from your local veterinary hospital. Pet cremation starting as low as $199. Simply give us a call at 504 218 5554 or go to New That's NewOrleansPetCremation.com. Celebrating life.
7: After their car wreck, people sometimes come up to us and say, I need your help, but I'm just not the suing type. Believe me, at Dudley de we get it. But ask yourself this, do you want to be taken advantage of by the insurance company? Or do you want to get what's fair, what you and your family really deserve? The choice is easy, and it doesn't cost you anything to see if we can help. Demand Dudley de Call 444 Chad Dudley, New Orleans, LA 2315717.
0: When the final horn blows at the All-State Sugar Bowl, the action is just beginning as another jam-packed year of Sugar Bowl activity lies just ahead. With over 55 annual events, including all Louisiana High School State Championships, the Sugar Bowl's support of amateur athletics adds up to big fun and big dollars for our economy. From the Crescent City Classic to lacrosse, sailing, basketball, and more, the Sugar Bowl has something for most everyone. For more on the great things the Sugar Bowl is doing, log on to AllStateSugarBowl.org. Sponsored by All-State, Taco Bell, and Dr. Pepper.
2: This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Print Big Sale means the more you print, the more you save. Get twenty dollars off your print purchase of one hundred or more, fifty off your print purchase of two hundred or more, and a hundred off your print purchase of three hundred or more. Hence two ten twenty four. See staples.com/print for details. Print more, save more at Staples.
4: All right. Good afternoon. As we're seeing eastbound six ten from the split and Metairie across the high rise, taking about fifteen minutes, slow between Paris. And the I-10 merge eastbound is uh, running slow uh, on I-10, about a six-minute ride across the Twin Spans at this time, as well as we see a little slow traffic northbound 55 from the Plaza to Hammond, a 23-minute ride. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center.
0: Calling all listeners, what's on your mind? We'd love to get your take by calling Jude Young of PrestonCitySports.com And all access on 1061-FM-NASH-ICON and at nashfm1061.com. Call 504-260-1061.
1: Tonight on Crescent City Sports, tip-off as soon as this show ends. Huge game and a very tightly contested District 95A, affectionately known as the Catholic League. Brother Martin at Jesuit. A couple teams battling at the top of the district. Big game for both moving forward, trying to win it. Should be a great crowd at Jesuit. Tom and Gail Benson Arena. And we will have it for you. You can watch it with Ken Trahan and Bill Gallagher on the call from Mid-City. Again, 7 o'clock tonight. Check it out on CCS. And if you're a Tulane fan, Crescent City Sports has got you covered in all three major sports right. We've got three different writers doing three different columns on three different sports. Ed Daniels talking about hearing from more and more unhappy Tulane fans about the inconsistencies, the lack of overall success suddenly expected for the men's basketball team. I won't go into too much detail on what Ed wrote about, but we know Tulane's only 12-8. and eight. And now 3-5 and five in the America. More was expected. Yeah. And all the joy of finally beating a quote-unquote ranked team. Memphis was 10th at the time. Has faded away as Memphis has lost three straight in total. They're only 4-3. They're not a ranked team anymore. Sure, they've got great talent. They almost always do. Uh, but it's not on that level for Penny Hardaway at his alma mater. They're not that good. Tulane eked out a win there. Now, beating Florida Atlantic at 17-4, 7-1 in the league, they had their chance there. Close game didn't go your way at home. Controversial ending. We know all that. But those are just moments in time. Fans are angry about 12-8 and eight losing record. There's suddenly expectations there. Slow down a little bit. Let's just say that. Ron Hunter has a contract for two more years after this one. And he's shown he can get some real talent there. If he weren't getting the personnel there to give you hope, I'd understand just saying, yeah, cut ties. He can't cut it. Tulane's had a real issue in that gym, in that league, consistently getting really talented players. But Kevin Cross, Jalen Forbes, good roster. They lack a little bit of size, and that's not unique to the Green Wave. But maybe a little more patience would be required. Maybe. I'm not saying for sure. Because there are things we don't necessarily know behind the scenes. You get a new AD who got to immediately hire a new football coach. They tend to like to make moves. So maybe that won't happen, the patience idea. But yeah, Tulane has the money. They have a great NIL collective going on. If your expectations are going up in the smallish... Built up as nicely as you can arena that they have. But in a conference that now you question over the long term how good it's going to be right now, there are good teams. But you lost more dynamic programs. You still have Memphis. You have programs with potential like, well, one, real potential like UAB. But Wichita State ain't what they used to be. You got Temple long since ain't what they used to be. You've got some has-beens there. SMU having a solid season. They're leaving. UAB, eh, they have potential. South Florida having a nice year competing near the top of the league. Charlotte. But these aren't big, big powers. So the expectations are, and, and think about this, the expectations are, well, you should be competing at the top of the league. It's an easier league. But there's still some programs with some overall advantages. So that has to be taken into account. And you do have a coach who's getting the talent there. So you got to make sure you find another one who can, that you believe can coach them up better. It's delicate. But I do understand the disappointment. I do get it. But it's not as simple, and it never is, right, as it seems. And I get that it's year five. Pretty good amount of time, Tier Five. That's going to be an interesting one to watch, and and you can't argue either way, what they decide to do, stay the course or make a change. But it is uh, certainly uh, an easy one to debate back and forth. Renee Nato, by the way, doing a great piece on John Sumrall talking to a couple of locals with deep ties to to Tulane football. Lester Ricard, the former quarterback who's been in coaching a long time. And Curtis Johnson, former Wave head coach, been in coaching a long time. They understand where the school's at, where it can head, and they believe in Sumrall. Now, full disclosure on Johnson, he hired Sumrall to be his defensive coordinator while at Tulane. So you could say we might be a little biased there. But Ricard's saying, Sumrall's a home run higher. And explains why. It's a right position. And the best thing happened for an overall, and we know why, because of history, doom and gloom fan base. You lose the guy who finally got you to a level you maybe thought you were never going to get to. It just seems so distant. You lose Fritz. And you hire a coach who's about as exciting and dynamic an up-and-comer with a plan, with a belief in what you provide as a program for him and what he can bring to the table for you. Couldn't, Couldn't have gone better, at least on paper and first impressions. So a good article on hearing the thoughts of both Ricard and Johnson. And then finally, we've done a lot of baseball previews for college baseball locally on Crescent City Sports. And, of course, we're going to do one on the wave. We had last night Jay Ullman on with Ken Trahan here on All Access before the UNO broadcast and a deeper preview on the squad and why there's got to be some real enthusiasm. More manageable schedule and some understanding of how the roster has changed. Some of it just returnees changing physically. Ideas about how to get the best out of your players and develop them. That's everything in baseball. I don't care if you're Jay Johnson at LSU recruiting at the top of the food chain or where you are. You've got to see the right things in players and do what it takes with them and have them buy in to get the most out of them. And it's a good article on how they're trying, how they've been working to do that at Tulane. Tio Banks, stud returning player, expected to be the best hitter in the conference, and many more. Of course, we know how delicate pitching can be as well. And there didn't seem to be a lot of depth in that Green Wave pitching staff. And the good two-lane teams of the past always had pitching. Always. And that's going to, I think, tell the tale for the Green Wave. But a good piece looking at that. So if you're a Green Wave fan, it's all right there for you. Good analysis. Ken, Ed, Renee, part of the great team at CrescentCitySports.com. And another preview today from another legend. How about Roe Brown? Talk about the rebirth of local college baseball. Suno, back in the game this year. And I say back in the game as Roe stresses in his piece. They had a baseball program in the 70s. So this is a school in Suno that, that talk And it's so important. You've got to have support from the university. That appreciates what you're bringing in athletics. To go from where Suno was just a handful of years ago. I said, we're we're in a position where we're not even going to spend money. We're not going to play sports anymore. To not only are we are going to bring back sports, but we're going to get into baseball. Now, Xavier doing it for a few years and Dillard getting on the field last year and then winning the GCAC, which Suno is also a proud member of, that's pretty big. It's pretty good. When your rivals are doing it, your traditional rivals, that'll motivate you too. And it's something that's said so often that athletics can be the front porch to your university. Whether you think they're important or not, if they're a tool to get more people excited about your school that are involved in it, And those who aren't involved in it. To want to be. You're foolish not to invest in it. Even if you have no intention. And you're part of the university framework. In some way. You have no intention to ever go see a game. Support it anyway. And Suno's obviously figured out. It's really important. To the point where we're getting in the game of baseball. It's important. We're going from. Not even wanting to deal with athletics for different reasons. With a, a fun basketball history. I have an entertaining basketball team this year. I saw them in person play UNO. But going from that, not having it at all, to not only bringing back your sports, but expanding, that's cool. That's good. That's good for the school whether you're a sports fan at the school or not. Check out what Roe was able to find out. Speaking to Olin Parker, the man tasked with bringing the Knights back to the Diamond. 504-260-1061 is the number. That's 504-260-1061. Let you know what to anticipate tomorrow, sports talk-wise, before we sign off tonight. Right here on 106.1. Hey, good news, Eric Asher. This little break's almost over. But one more day of guest hosts will tell you who. As well as Pelicans, Saints, getting their All-Star on. Or Pro Bowl on, depending on what league we're talking about. We'll tell you what we mean when we return on all Access.
3: 800- now. Drivers who are covered will not have to pay for covered repairs again. This protection plan is at an all-time low. Additionally, drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Call us for your free quick quote today. 800-685-4718. That's 800-685-4718. What do you have to lose? Call 800-685-4718. Again, 800-685-4718.
0: When the final horn blows at the Allstate Sugar Bowl, the action is just beginning as another jam-packed year of Sugar Bowl activity lies just ahead. With over 55 annual events, including all Louisiana High School State Championships, the Sugar Bowl support of amateur athletics adds up to big fun and big dollars for our economy. From the Crescent City Classic to lacrosse, sailing, basketball, and more, the Sugar Bowl has something for most everyone. For more on the great things the Sugar Bowl is doing, log on to allstatesugarbowl.org. Sponsored by Allstate, Taco Bell, and Dr. Pepper.
3: My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast.
0: Want
2: to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo
0: te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas?
2: Babbel, language for life celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold go to babel.com and start learning a new language today that's b-a-b-b-e-l.com
6: this report is sponsored by progressive insurance progressive insurance is making it easy to save money when you bundle your auto policy with home condo or renters you'll earn a multi-policy discount easy to bundle easy to save visit progressive.com that's Progressive.com.
4: Eastbound 610 from Broad to I-10, seeing some stop-and-go flow. Seven minutes eastbound to I-10 from Elysian Fields to the High Rise. And 610 from the split and Metairie across the High Rise. Total of 14 minutes. A six-minute delay right now. Overall, we're starting to look a lot better in the New Orleans area. Traffic flow is uh, good on the westbound Earhart Expressway. And uh, from the Crescent City Connection, I-10 splits to Terry Parkway. Five minutes with no delays. Those HOV lanes, four minutes. New Orleans funeral. Cremation Service Traffic Center.
0: This is where you get all access, not just the focus on one or two topics. All sports are on the table with your calls at all times. Join us now by calling 260-1061. Now back to Jude Young on 1061 Nash Icon through CrescentCitySports.com and at NashFM1061.com.
1: Happy to be with you every Tuesday, part of All Access. Of course, Ken Trahan will be back in the saddle tomorrow evening. But before that, from 4 to 6, inside New Orleans with Eric Asher. But not with Eric Asher. Of course, he's been off lately with a grandchild delivered to his family. So, one more chance for Mike Fazand and Scott Craig to get together and host the show on a Wednesday. And they have They have opinions. That's one thing you're going to get from those guys, no doubt. They lay it out there. So that's good, right? When you're replacing somebody like Eric, you better have somebody who straight up. Puts their cards on the table, and I know they're going to have opinions on, for example, this Saints offensive coordinator search. Speaking of the Saints, some justice done for the Pro Bowl games, which, you know, It's a bunch of nonsense and not a real football game anymore. So you don't worry about guys getting hurt for your favorite team when they play in it. So it's nothing but good news that Demario Davis, who recognized by other entities as an all-pro level linebacker still in his just-past 34-year-old season, that's wild. He's so good. Well, he becomes the Saints' second Pro Bowl player when the teams were first announced for NFC and AFC players, Rashid Shahid representing as a return specialist. So that's good. The Saints have two pro bowlers now and two very worthy. And I would say as good as Shahid is as a kick returner and even more valuable to the Saints as a receiver, Davis even more worthy and deserving of the honor. As for the Pelicans, and yes, there's a lot of disappointment going on Recent losses to good teams in the league, but the hopes of the Pels being ready to compete at the top of the NBA squashed a bit lately, including last night's blown lead. We've said that before, right? At the Boston Celtics. Well, two of their young, rising stars, like the game is called on All-Star Weekend, will be involved. Dyson Daniels and Jordan Hawkins, this year's All-Star game, coming up in mid-February in Indianapolis. Some real value and depth on the Pels roster, and we've said many times here that at some point they're going to have to shuffle the deck. They're going to have to decide who stays and who goes to try to make the roster even more competitive. That time I don't think is here yet, I'll say it again, even with the ebbs and flows of an NBA season, this is um, this is a downtime for the Pelicans, but let's see everybody stay healthy. Let's see how far they can go and adjust on the fly, learn from each other, and the decision makers learn about the players, how they fit. It's important. Don't panic. You'd love to skip some steps here. But you've had so many seasons interrupted by injury problems with this core that you know you can't you can't skip those steps. You gotta go through them. Now's the time. See where you stand. Just gonna keep saying that. I think the Pels need to do that. Unless the most obvious sweetheart, you get a real player or players deal falls into your lap and that can happen too. always keep your ears open. David Griffin and company are doing that. I am sure. But chances are that type of deal is not going to come and they're just going to have to be patient and you're going to have to be patient and enjoy having a competitive product that you hope in the end winds up being a postseason product and not just a play in product. But even if that were to happen, that's just more tests for a pels team that's now lost three straight down to 26 and 21 that puts them in the seventh spot tied for it with the mavs in the conference that's play in spot but what they're two games out of fifth one week can change the perspective again for the better just let it keep going Five zero four two six zero ten sixty one is the number, 504 260 We've got Robert in Metairie. Want me to talk about the LSU hey, women's basketball team. Hey, Robert, what's up?
4: Fine. I just wanted to know if you had a take on maybe what's going on up there with the women's basketball team lately. Like-
1: I do, I do, and uh, appreciate the call because we're a little close to a break, so I want to get into it real quickly. Didn't get a chance to see much of the game last night, just saw the highlights. I might click that on before I go to bed tonight. Obviously, I was on a bus back from Lamar with UNL. But it's it's pretty clear what has happened here for Kim Mulkey. You go into the market in the modern era of NIL college sports, and – you get the best players you can get your hands on. There are dangers with that, because sometimes the best players that you get your hands on aren't necessarily the best fits together. Chemistry matters. And when you bring stars together, ones who are coming from other teams with ones like an Angel Reese, J Johnson, that have won the whole thing, just won it, it hurts when it doesn't fit together. They're growing pains that can come up because they, they have their personalities have to meld. They have to come together as a team. Can't be a quote unquote dream team. You got to be this year's ready to compete team. And yes, the the standard is extremely high. You're you're in a high level league of your own. If you're LSU women's basketball right now. And eighteen and four is bad. <laughs> Five and three in the SEC. Not good. Talk about learning tough lessons. They can still get it together and make a run at the end when it matters. And I think part of it is Haley Van Lith and Flo J. Johnson are not point guards. Michaela Williams is an amazingly talented young freshman, but still a freshman and not necessarily a point guard. And if you're going to compete for a national championship, you're probably not going to have a true freshman be the lead ball handler, so that they're not asking that. And on the flip side, it's a little bit of a problem that Anisha Morrow joining Angel Reese. They're two forwards where they'd be better off with a bigger five versus playing together against some matchups, especially when you talk about the bully ball that South Carolina plays. Not that LSU couldn't have won that game. So people don't don't panic if you're an LSU women's basketball fan. They've still got plenty of talent. They can figure it out. And by the way, the Samaya Smith injury hasn't been helpful this year either. I mean, talk about somebody who could really help you in that area as far as bringing extra size, playable size. So there's been some bumps in the road. But did anybody really think the LSU women, as good as they were last year, once they got to the postseason, that they were really going to win the whole thing? They thought they could make a run, but did they really think that they were going to win the whole thing? How quickly we forget. It was a surprise that they won the whole thing. Not that you don't think a three seed can make a run. So we'll see. But chemistry, getting the pieces to fit together and then peak at the right time, no matter how much money you're able to throw out there to get good players, doesn't mean you're getting the right players for each other and for a given year's team. But you have a Hall of Fame coach handling it and People just need to see how it plays out. They have the potential, just like last year with some adversity, to be better at the end when it's time to try to win a championship, the national championship. SEC banners are nice. But Mulkey's about winning national championships. And this adversity now is going to open the door for her to get the most out of this particular group of players because they're all being humbled. They stop thinking about where, oh, the roster doesn't fit and what role I'm being asked to do maybe isn't the best for me, and they're going to go, well, I'm either going to pout about it, not be a team player, or we're going to come together so everybody stops looking at us and wonder why we're quote-unquote failing. We don't want to be called failures. Coach like Malky knows how to use that. Let's just sit back and watch the results and not judge it till it's over because if they stay healthy— I'm willing to bet that she'll have them playing their best basketball in March. She's got the track record. She hasn't been at LSU that long for people to, to understand how complete that track record really is. But give her and many involved with women's basketball credit for making it a situation where people are scalping tickets to see big games now. To sport on the rise. And with more attention, there's the good and bad of that comes more scrutiny. And if these players are really of championship caliber, they'll embrace the pressure and the scrutiny and flip it and come out on top. One more segment to go. 504-260-1061. Going to let you know what else you should be checking out on CrescentCitySports.com and remind you again what you should be watching as soon as this show is over. If you're a fan of high school sports, which I know, especially if you listen regularly to All Access, you are. We'll get to it after this break on All Access on 106.1.
6: My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer.
2: Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance.
3: For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121. Or go to Selectquote.com 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929
2: 2121. Select Quote. We shop you save. Full details on example policies at selectquo.com slash commercials.
3: The best ice chests in the world are made right here in Mandeville, Louisiana. And if you're a perfectionist, you need Kysik, the best engineered ice chest in the world. It's the ice chest that keeps things cold the longest. Simply go to kysik.com and order yours today. In Louisiana, not only do we cook great crawfish, we also make the world's best ice chests.
6: Go to KYSEK.com. that's Kaisik.com and get your ice chest today. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer.
2: Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance.
3: For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121. Or go to Selectquote.com 1 800 929 2121. That's 1 800 929 2121.
2: Select Quote. We shop you save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. $5,000.
7: Here's some things you probably don't know about Deli de I make a mean jambalaya. But I stay clear of the kitchen. My favorite way to relax is sitting down with a good book. Me? I have four kids. I haven't relaxed in 20 years. And I love a good crawfish etouffee. Heck, when I do crawfish, it's just peel and eat. But despite our differences, there's one important thing we have in common. We're lawyers who love helping people. Demand Deli de Bossier, 444-4444. Chad Deli, New Orleans, LA 2315659
0: always welcoming intelligent points of view, whether we agree or disagree. Let's have meaningful, constructive dialogue on all access with Jude Young on 1061 FM NASH ICON at nashfm1061.com and through crescentcitysports.com. Give us a call, 504-260-1061.
1: Oh, we got to rush through the CrescentCitiesports.com headlines, but right at the top in yellow, whenever there's big yellow at the top, there's something you can watch that we've produced a live game or event. And tonight, live, about to tip off from Jesuit. It's Brother Martin at Jesuit, a big district game in boys basketball in 9 5A. Ken Trahan and Bill Gallagher with the call from the birdcage. Should be a good one. Brother Martin won the first matchup on their home floor. Jesuit looking for revenge tonight as both teams trying to win the Catholic League title. We mentioned an article on John Sumrall at Crescent City Sports. and Some thoughts from a couple of locals who know the program and know the scene. And they have high hopes for the new Green Wave head football coach. A preview on Suno Baseball from Roe Brown. Bringing back their program for the first time in decades. This year, pretty cool. And Ed Daniels opines, as I spoke about earlier in the program, about pressure on Tulane's basketball program. Right now, their season is at a crossroads. Maybe their program is, too, for Rudy Dixon doing a great job in the Cumulus New Orleans studios. As always, I'm Jude Young, saying until UNO takes on UIW at 4 o'clock here on the home of Privateer Sports, 106.1 FM, so long, y'all.
0: Thanks for listening to All Access on 106.1 FM NASH Icon and NASHFM1061.com. Presented by CrescentCitySports.com, the best prep sports site in Louisiana.